Greetings, loyalists and heretics. Welcome to Iron and Ceramite, where we once again enter the warp without an astropath. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Iron and Ceramite podcast. My name is John, and as always, I'm joined by Shane. Hello. Tommy. And Glenn. Yeah. And uh, we're missing Dave, but I will say, guys, happy almost one-year anniversary. We've been oh. doing this a year now. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, happy one-year anniversary, everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you believe it? We've we've stuck it out for this long. Yeah. No, it's, it's gone well. I've really enjoyed it. I'm sure you guys are all the same as you're still here with us. We're all still here <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. Loving it. Yeah. It's a shame we haven't all been able to get together um, again since either the last Games Day. And um, obviously, we haven't had all five of us on a podcast for a couple of weeks now, have we? No. Mm. No, that's true. Yeah. I'm sure Dave's crying somewhere. Well, last time it was my fault. It's always me and Dave, isn't it? We're the troublemakers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn said they're like, yep, don't worry about me. <laughs> Even though it was me that messed oh, up. Yeah, but you don't count because most of your stuff on the hobby roundups just, yeah, I haven't painted anything. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Mm-hmm. At least I'm consistent. Yeah. Well, Very true. Well, um, We'll, we'll break with tradition then, and we will start with you, Glenn, because um, you did send me some pictures. Not quite the models we were looking for, but I think I've done you some justice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, due to uh, some personal circumstances, I've not been able to get much done this month. I had actually intended to get a lot more progress made with the Crusade armies, but... This is basically me thinking of my list. Oh, brilliant. So, I was going to say, talk us through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, picture by picture. So first one is sisters list. What am I going to take with the sisters list? Second picture. Mm, what about Admech? I've working a lot with them recently. Third picture. Definitely Admech. There you go. Brilliant. The Crusade list is Admech, is it? It is going to be, yes. Because okay. I traded to, uh, some models on Saturday just so I have some extra options. And in fact... Um, oh, the old uh, flippy flappy <laughs> gliders? Yeah. So I thought a flame unit of flamers is quite nice. So... That's what they will be built as. And they will maybe get sprayed silver and get a couple of washes on them and they'll be up to the same standard as the rest of the ad thing. <laughs> I can't take you seriously here, Glenn, with them three pictures on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't look at you talking seriously with that. <laughs> I can see the progression, though. <laughs> yeah. It's commitment to the cause. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I felt bad because, like, I... I so rarely have any pictures for the podcast, so I thought, I've got to get something. And the majority of my hobby time is either spent fiddling around with the codex or thinking about lists. That's what I do most of the month. So I thought, yeah, let's just take some pictures of it. Screw it. Why not? Mm. 
So yeah. one one follow up question. I I'm assuming that this the the pictures, the shape, the uh, the editing, the 3D enhancement was that you, John, or, or was that how you sent it, Glenn? Oh no, that was me. Oh, oh that God. was okay. John, <laughs> oh, yeah. I let it. Selfies. That was it. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, he, he's pretty fantastic anyway, but let, let's jazz him up and uh, <laughs> just bring make him make him pop. Yeah. I could almost see the middle one being a phone case. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just, maybe that's our first bit of iron and ceramite merch. <laughs> we just have to slap the logo on your forehead. I think. Oh, that's that's uh, that's got to be a good job. Mm. <laughs> Mouse mats. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good one. We'll, we'll keep that. Keep that idea in the bag. Um, but let's let's move on to some actual uh, miniatures. Um, and we'll go for you, Shane. Yeah, a very sort of in-shadow uh, picture of three aggressors, because by this point, I'm sick to death of them. Um, so I'm just glad they're painted. I'm glad they're done. They're now in the, uh, the, the display cabinet where they may get played. I don't know. Because they're not, they're not, they're not something I would normally take as part of my Space Wolves list. But um, I was just sort of crunching through the uh, the Imperium magazine minis, and I thought I quite I quite liked the look of the models. So I was like, I'll make them, and I'll I'll add some bits to them so they're a bit Space Wolfy. Um, but they were just a, I just found them a real pain in the ass to paint. So I'm glad they're done. I'm glad they've been put aside. Um, and I'm now looking for a bit of a palette cleanser to move 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 forward with. So I have put together the Necrons that came in the last edition as well. So I'll probably just do them quickly because they won't take me too long. And mm. then um, then it'll be on with the, the Thousand Suns, I think. But, um, you know, maybe a bit of time over Christmas. I'll actually get some stuff done, but we'll see. I can now see more and more the appeal of uh, spraying them a nice base colour and then putting a couple of washes over them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is the way to go if you want to get the armies out quick. Yeah, but, um, yeah. This, 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 these are okay. They're they're fine. As I said, they came together all right. I think the one on the right, of the screen, um, you won't be able to see it in this photo. But his eyes are a bit all over the place. Like he's uh, he's had too much of the Fenrisian mead. But uh, not, not. Yeah. But other than that, the only thing I was really pleased with, and you, again, you can't see it in this photo, but you might be able to see him on Instagram. Is uh, the freehand pack markings on the uh, the shoulders of the back too? Um, that that was quite quite good as well. But otherwise, yeah, um, glad glad they're done because um, uh, just that just seemed to take me I take ages to get these ones done. Is that what it was? Just the the length of time it was taking, or are they like particularly fiddly? No, I don't think they're particularly fiddly. I I, I built these ones unassembled, which is what I've done with all of my space walls because that's that's where I think I get a better finish. I haven't done that with any of the Thousand Suns. They're all going to be painted assembled, as are the Necrons, and they all seem to be quicker when I paint assembled. Um, but but maybe I'm not as happy with the finish when I do it that way. But we'll see. Like I said, I've not I've not given them a go yet, so we'll mm. see what happens with the uh, the Thousand Suns. Just refresh my memory, Shane. What do you use to paint the the, the base of them with? This this one here is Astro Granite, so that's just Astro Granite on there. Oh, sorry, like as in the models themselves. The, like the, the ah, base. right yeah so um so yeah that's interesting that's that's going to change uh soon so these were based with um um a crag blue the spray uh so the the blue spray and then um 
just a couple of layers of uh, Fenrisian grey. Oh no, is it rust grey? Rust grey. Um, but I was looking at the uh, the Army Painter stock, um, which is what I've used for the the Thousand Suns, and they've got a uh, what they call wolf grey as a spray undercoat. Mm. So the next set of walls I'm going to do, I'm just going to spray spray them with that, and then that should hopefully speed everything up because you know I won't have to fanny around with like two thin layers and stuff like that to get the to get the base coat on because mm. the trouble with the thin Brazilian grey or the rust grey, whichever one it is, it's quite it's a layer, it's a layer paint. So when you put it on the first time, it's it's quite thin and you have to have more than one coat, otherwise you don't get the right sort of colour. Whereas I'm hoping with the army painter one it will just be one coat and I'm away. Did GW not still do a space horse colour? No, spray? not a spray. No, so because that's that's what I'm after. They do they do three different colours at the moment. So they do the fang, which is a base, but it's like that's what I've done the vehicles in. It's much more yeah. blue. Then you've got Fenrisian grey and rust grey. I can't remember which way around. One of them's darker than the other. So you use one of them for highlights and yeah. the other one to build up the layer on top of the the fang as the base. But um I think I personally find the fang a bit too dark. So it, yeah, I, I end up doing two layers of the, the one that's in the middle to get get the the spatial grey colour, whereas the army painted one looks about right. So I'm going to give that a crack for a squad and see how that turns out. Right. But yeah, I, that was that was about it in terms of finished, fully painted bottles. Um, Have you? Sorry, Shane, just, uh, just to, to go back to your colours quickly. Is there anything that you've heard of or have you considered um, with um? In way of contrast paints, sort of like painting over over a lighter primer, yeah, just to try that sort of effect. Is there so anything? I did, like yeah, there, there, well, there is there is a uh, Space Wolves grey contrast paint, um, hmm. which I did use originally for. So my my old Hammer Ragnar model is using that, as is um, the Assault Intercessors I did, and they they were just uh, contrast contrast over. Um, was it grey grey here? Um, so the standard standard thing that you would normally do for contrast over 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 the grey here to get through. But again, I had to end up doing a couple of coats, and because of the space wall grey, space wall grey is one of the contrast that isn't the best, and it can end up looking a lot a bit patchy and a bit blobby. And it's like you you really with the space I've read loads about it. The space wall's grey. You need to be really good at almost overloading your brush. And applying it all in one go and moving it around while it's wet to get the perfect finish, mm. and I just I just haven't been able to master it. So it's it it was a bit of a pain in the ass, if I'm honest. It sounds like a lot of effort, doesn't it? Like just to get just to get like the one color that you want to go through all that. Yeah, it's it, it's a bit much, but like as I said, I'm hoping the army painter spray. If that's, I think <laughs> that will do the job, and then. And then that will make it much easier. Like as I said, I'm 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 almost looking forward to when I get around to the Thousand Suns because I've based them in uh, Army Painter. I think it's called Crystal Blue, um, and we'll talk about it in a bit because Tom's Tom's seen seen the blue of them. Um, I've got it should, fantastic. It's a great color. Yeah, right. So it should just now be a case of putting the yellow and gold on, and they're done. Like, I don't need to worry about anything else. It's just the the details then. So mm. hopefully that won't that won't be quite as arduous. Arduous. I look forward to seeing the the uh, the, new, the third army that you have to beat me with. Well, you know, as I said, outside the space wolves, it's been a, if nothing else, a mixed bag. So yeah. uh, 
as I said, that we'll see. We'll see. Oh. Anything else you've been working on, or are you done, Shane? Uh, no, as I said, it's just started spraying the uh, the Crusade Force of the Thousand Suns, so they're 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 good to go. Um, we'll talk about it when we when we get round to the uh, the the other bits and pieces for that to run out today. And I gave the uh, the folding table its first its first run out against Dave as well. Um, it seemed to work, held up just about. No, nothing collapsed. None of uh, none of Dave's miniatures got crushed. But, you know, a bit of a shame, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But it was nice to play on a, a full size table, a bit like by Tom's. So it was. Uh, I, had, I had a battle mat that I was that I was able to use. That's the full size. So it was. Uh, it was. A, it was a good. It was a good. It was a good battle. Nice. Uh, right, well, one for um, Angels of Death fans then, Tom. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, so um, I forgot to send in the rest of my pictures with how this model started. Basically, it was, you have the Blood Angels Terminator Captain, who's in a very similar pose to this, um, only in his right um, fist, he would be carrying a thunder hammer. Um, I, I did the paint job a while back, um, I rushed it. To be honest, I didn't like the model. I didn't like the look of the face. Um, I mean, even before it was painted, I just didn't, there was something about it that just, I didn't like it. So I decided to, um, after the Angels of Death finished, I thought, what can I do with this? I mean, I'm never going to use it. So I took it all apart, stripped it down as best as I could. Um, I'll admit, normally I'd use some sort of green stuff, as in like fairy liquid or something like that, just for the plastic models to strip them down. Um, didn't have any, so I used methylated spirits on a plastic model. I know, don't kill me, but um, you're not really supposed to. So it wasn't perfect getting that off, but I now have an airbrush. So um, I got as much as I could off of it. I put the model together, as you can see it now, to look like, to resemble Captain Orfeo from the Angels of Death, of course. Um, picked a head that I thought looked suitable. Um, obviously added a few bits of my own to make it my own. It doesn't look specifically like him. Also, I made a green stuff cloak on his back, which you can't see. I probably should have sent um, John a picture of it as well, which I also forgot. Um, but yeah, so um, after I put him together, I used the airbrush to paint. Uh, so I sprayed him silver first, army painter silver. It's bat, um, plate mail silver. Uh, and then sprayed over with the airbrush um, Blood Angels Contrast, which went on fantastically smooth. Like, it was perfect. I mean, so you, you're not, you, you barely notice the fact that not all the paint come off underneath. It's smooth enough for that. Um, and there you have it. I just, I've, I've obviously done the rest of the details. I didn't really know what to do with the base. And mm. the, probably the most stupid thing of the whole model is, as you lot probably know, you can see on the bottom there, that's edited to say Orfeo spelt the correct way because I spent ages creating the model and painting it and saying on Instagram and saying to everyone else, Orfeo, O-R-P-H-E-O, and like spelling it everywhere. And then when I went to write it on the base in red um, lettering, I spelled it with an F, Orfeo. <laughs> <laughs> so so I had to, I had to cover it over with a, an edit there. And, and I will get around to painting that black again and redoing it. But um, yeah, that's that's basically that model. That's where that came from. That's cool. I've heard, I've, I've heard that the um, contrast paints because I, I said I did a bit of research into trying an airbrush, but I've heard and I was watching um, Squidmar, uh, the YouTuber Squidmar. He he says that the contrast paints are some of the best paints to go for an airbrush. Amazing. Um, 
I, it's actually funny you should mention him. Uh, that's one of the main ones I, I watched to learn how to do the basics with um, an airbrush. I mean, he's got some more advanced ones as well that I watched, really good that I will um, get more into later on when I get more experience with it. But I, I actually, another picture I could have sent John really to show how it went on in the first place without anything else. It looked amazing. And I've got to admit, it's you have to have a certain amount of skill and, and touch with the airbrush, but you don't have to have anywhere near the skill you, you do with a brush. I mean, I know it seems like a little bit of a cheat, but the way I was putting it on, once you found your range and obviously the consistency, even with contrast, you can add a little bit of thinner um, if you wanted to. I didn't, and it went on perfectly fine though. So literally I tipped it in, um, put it to 20 PSI on the thing and got my distance and it went on so well. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything that smooth. And even somebody commented on Instagram saying it looked like a car paint. It gone on that well. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, like I say, it wasn't anything to do with my my talent. But that really, you know, really helped me uh, make it look so clean. That just mm. the base layer of red, that is. I mean, all the details are shite because I was <laughs> painting with a brush. <laughs> It's a shame you can't get a precision, precision airbrush. We can. This is the thing. Oh, really? I, I got a budget airbrush, so I think it's I'm using 0.4 mil. I don't. I'm not going to pretend I know what that means too much. Um, but you can get the better ones. You get. You can go down to 0.2, and it's just once you get used to the angles and everything, you really can. You know, um, do the tiny little details, the tiniest details. I've seen it online, um, but that's a long way off for me. I'm, I, that's where the skill of an airbrush would come in, proper skill, rather than just basing a model. How did the uh, how did the cloak go? Because I know it's uh, green stuff, and uh, I know that can sometimes be a bit of a bit of a nightmare. So, to be honest, I wish I had a picture up here now, but the cloak went really, really well. Um, so. I mean, anything like a cloak or a purity seal or anything like that, anything that's flat and cut into, you can cut into angles and just basically squish it down until it's, you know, like a, a, a couple of millimetres thick. Um, it's easy enough to work with if you've got a sharp hobby knife and obviously you, you wet the surface, you just mark it out and then you just bend it to how it, you want it to look and wrap it around your shoulders. It's not too difficult. You just got to make sure um, you keep it damp. Um, yeah, so, and, and that's it really. You know, it's not too difficult, but it, it, it looks really good. I mean, you can just about see the shoulder bits that are coming over. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just about. Yeah, so it, it went really well. Oh, very you nice. More very pictures cool. on your Instagram, have you? I don't remember if, it, if I even... Yeah, I, I did on my story, but not on my... There won't be pictures mm. on it, yeah. No, actually, there will be. No, there will be, sorry. There will be on... Yeah, I, put, I, I did put one up in the end of the steps oh. I did. Yeah. Cool. And then you got this one? I hate this guy's face. <laughs> Just hate his face. So I entered, I've been entering competitions lately, obviously, because as you all know by now, when this comes out, uh, which is today, um, that I've been entering competitions. We're doing our own competition called the Artificer's Quest. So I thought I'm going to get as much experience as I can in that field. And I made this one, which was, this was... Uh, it's not much of a speed challenge, but it was a speed challenge of two hours. And you had to prove that you painted it in two hours. So I had to film myself doing it and time-lapse it. So this took me two hours. I know you're probably thinking, looks like 20 minutes worth. But um, 
I, I also had to cut the front of these, uh, the little logo they've got on the Reavers off and stuff like that. So it took a while, uh, but the face just looks bloody awful. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. He's a, he's a flesh terror. And by this picture, obviously, he's supposed to be a death watch, death watch flesh terror. So you can't even see his logo. You wouldn't even know. It just looks like he's got red all over his face. No one knows it's supposed to be blood because he's been uh, drinking his enemy's blood like a flesh terror should. You know, wasn't happy with it at all. So I, in the end, I ended up changing his head anyway after I'd done this and tweaking his body a little bit. Mm. It, uh, made him look a lot, I think, a lot better anyway. I would tell you, yeah. So, so actually, that was the... I. I thought I'd take the opportunity to try to paint a head disassembled off of the body. And as you can see, it's not perfect, but it's a lot more detailed than I would have probably been able to do if it was on the model. Um, I took my time with it and I, I, I was really happy with the outcome on it. Yeah, it's good. Like, even his eyes are really good as well. Like Pretty even as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's good, mate. Just looking into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I've done in, in the end. I mean, one reason I think this does look slightly better on the right as well is because I have got a new phone and it does take a much better picture than the old one. So it's not as blurry and it doesn't get that big shine of light like it seems to be on the other one for some reason. Um, yeah, I think the, hel uh, the, the helm, I never say helmet anymore. It's like I'm expecting Dave to be and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know why, but I like that look. I did it with one of my neck ones of the sort of red with the um, like like shiny silver coming through. Yeah. Why? So I tried that on the, the helm, and yeah, I think I'm, I'm quite happy with it. That's cool. I think you open yourself up more when you say helm than helmet. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to think of something. So it's the way you really emphasise it as well. Helm. <laughs> <laughs> what can we use then? What? What oh, is yeah. the... No, I can't say that. <laughs> okay, his helmet looks better now than his helmet looked before, but his helmet is a little bit red there. <laughs> At least it's the way you say it. No, it's never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and you change another head. Another, another helmet. <laughs> so sweet. Go back to another slightly red helmet. And and this one is my chaplain. So we're going to go into it a little bit later, I'm sure. Anyway, with regards to we've started a crusade thing and all that with our armies. And I thought I would... So there's a few things I've changed on this model, actually. So the original model had a lot of weathering effects on it. And as you can see, has a bare face. So I wanted the new one. I say it's the same model, but the new look to have a more traditional um, helmet, uh, sort of like a, a, a regular um, chaplain should look. And I've taken out the weathering effects simply by spraying it with um, like a, almost like a, I'd say it's not quite gloss. It's more of a satin varnish. Um, so it's oh. so sort, of sort of between the two. So it, look, it looks like armour, but as the crusade goes on, if he gets um, any battle scars or anything like that, I was going to start weathering him up and making him look different. Um, he has a battle scar now, but that's one thing I won't be adding because it's stupid. But we'll get <laughs> on we'll to that in a bit. Anyway, so he, I wanted him to look fresh and clean for the beginning of our crusade. Um, his name is Gerhard Thane, 
he is my warlord and he will start to look bloodied up and dirty eventually as the crusade marches on. Nice. Cool. And then what are you working on like now? Because this is your last picture. So, yeah, um, I, I could have given a few more pictures of work, works in progress. Um, but to be, to, to be honest, most of it's just painting, batch painting now for my Imperial um, Fists Army. Mm. Um, I, I could have sent in a picture as well of my, I sprayed literally, must have been, it was full, I think it was 42 models, okay. including, including a tank and a, a storm speeder as well in one day, um, all with my um, airbrush, literally just went all over. But it took, I, I think it's a, a pot and a half of yand, a yand and yellow, um, got them done. But now's the tricky part is doing all the uh, the details on them and all that. So I don't know how long that's going to take. Mm. Other than that, I've got a um, I've got a new captain for my Blood Angels. I know I've got tons of captains, but I wanted a captain with um, double uh, sorry double lightning claws. Um, so I've made one of them, um, kit bashed one of them, and I think that is it. That's the only two things I'm working on: my Imperial fists, just getting them battle ready, and one captain for my Blood Angels. Nice. Cool. Um, and I have bought you all some lovely presents. You just have to open up the container to get them. What it's do you like, get? In there? Is it like a just a mixed prize, or is it something set? What's in there, John? Well, it's disease, all sorts of disease. Wherever you want, mate. Galloping knobrock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can just um, press your hands up against the side if you want. And that'll do the trick. But yeah, that, I mean, that's my, um, you, you saw it, it's my, um, what's it called? My scenery from the Imperial magazine that I uh, yeah. up for the game, yeah. So that's that's one thing I've worked on, ready for the 3,000 point battle report that's coming up. Are we going to speak about that possibly later as well? Yes, we will. If we're still, if we can stay awake. <laughs> Just the flashbacks. Yeah, so that, that's just that. And then the only other thing I've actually done is my uh, Death Shroud Terminators, oh, yeah. which uh, I'm pretty happy with. Yeah, I thought, these, I thought these looked really good. Mm. Yeah, I, I like these guys. Um, so I want to get another three, so then I can have, run a squad of six, and I'll be happy. These took me quite a while. Like they're, Again, like Terminators, so detailed. Every time I was thinking I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I would just find another bit. And the difficult part was all the brushes I had, because I like the Army Painter um, precise detail brushes. I pretty much paint everything with just those. And they were they were all dead by the by the time I was halfway through the first one. Like they were all rock hard, and <laughs> I, I did order new ones, but I was so desperate to get these done, ready to go play the game with Tom. I was just I persevered through, and like, I'm surprised. I was I'm surprised how well they've come out because I was getting so frustrated with the brushes. Like they just weren't putting the paint where I wanted them to because I was basically pointing doing it with a bit of lead, essentially drawing it on. But yeah, and then typically the next day I come home from work and the brushes were here, so I was I was not too pleased. The new brushes. So that's the front and that's the back. Um, and then I've just done. A little close up of so that's the champion. He's got extra points. Um, I give him the I think it's fifteen extra points. Gives him the chimes of contagion, and then the um, he's got an extra plague spurt gauntlet on his wrist. 
Um, so he's about 20 or 30 points more than just if, if you keep him basic. And what what colour did you do the cloth in? Um, some sort of purple. Um, is, that, is that what it's called? Is that the Citadel paint range? Some sort of purple. Yeah, if you talk, if you talk amongst yourselves, I'm sure I can find it um, in my drawer of plenty. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I can. Well, I'll have a look. All right, a follow, follow up question: What's the range of their uh, their gauntlets? Twelve inches. Oh, okay. So it's, it's okay. It's, I mean, you something can, you'd fire in just before you charge. Yeah, pretty much. Flamers, um, aren't they? Pretty much, yeah. Same kind of kind of rose. Sorry? Same kind of rose, like the D6 auto hex type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. So, question one that was uh, Demon at Hide was the base paint for the purple. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all right. They, they, they did okay. I mean, we'll go into it again later. The, the, the gauntlets, if they work, they're powerful, but they, they hit really hard. So, out of all my new units that I took to that game, these were the only ones that are actually um, where I got them, my money's worth out of them. Everything else has been stamped on and thrown away in rage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. They're, they're good units. So I think a squad of six would be really hard to move off the board. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Can, can you run them in sevens? Ooh, I don't think so. I think it's a six. Uh, if it feels narrative to have seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> you think as well, seeing as like they've got to be 49, no more than 49 steps away. You'd think. Um, Why did you do that to him? He's got to go through his codex now and we know how long this can take. No, no. It's a, <laughs> it's, you can have one champion and five Terminators. So, yeah, unfortunately. I feel I like suppose... GW have got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, maybe the seven is the person they're bodyguarding. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice try. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I, I didn't write the rules. Got a good point there. That would be pretty cool if they, they adhered to them type of rules. Well, you'd think, yeah, it would be okay, but it would limit you a lot. Like, if you could only have um, like seven of everything, it would be quite annoying after a while. Oh, no, but these, these, are, these are Death Shroud, right? You know, it's got to yeah. be, uh, you know, some of them's got to be right in the law. That that'd be a nice like tweak for that particular unit as well because normally terminators it's what fives or tens it'd be quite quite good if they just did a box that said seven because it's yeah. the death shroud i think that would be quite cool well, it is. you used to get bonuses it wasn't a compulsory thing you got bonuses for taking the sacred number for cult troops it would be nice if yeah yeah some some benefit to having sevens in Nurgle units. Yeah. Maybe Don't give me any more ideas. They're already buffed enough for Death Guard. Well, you say that. I, I was looking at um, someone put like a, a stat sheet out of uh, the most um, viable army now. And Death Guard, I think when they, all the new codexes come out, we were up here. I think we're almost like dead centre now with all the new updates. I think Dr- Drakari and Admech are still pretty good, although I think. They both took a bit of a nerf, but I think Drakari is still winning a lot tournaments. They were number one on that yeah. list, yeah. So, and Tyranids are, are on the rise, apparently. Well, oh, they'll, they'll have to get their codex first. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you got the gene stealers that get theirs first, aren't they? Right, the 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 cult. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Tyranids will come on on the hill of that. Yeah. So that, and that's it. And then I'm not really know what I'm going to do next because, like I said, I've got all the rest of Imperium to do. I was. Um, I do want to finish reading Mechanicum because we've got to yeah. got to get through that before we catch up with ourselves. And I really want to read um, more books because Mechanicum is where I got to before we started uh, reviewing them. So ah, so after this, it'll all be new for you, won't it's it? Because I yeah. I stopped a couple of books after because I thought I'm not going to do it twice. I'm not going to read them twice. So. Yeah, yeah. Only sad people do that. Oh, there. Sorry, John. Oh, well, I had to go back. I, yeah, I had to refresh myself because the, fir- the first time I went through it, it was all such a blur, wasn't it? Like, to be, to be honest, I'm, I'm envious of you in a way that you can actually go back and do that because I could never do that, read a, a book twice. And mm. you, you know know exactly what's happened now. I still have no fucking idea. <laughs> if I were to read them books, I wouldn't know what's happened. Yeah. And not only have I read the books twice, but I've talked about it in length of Shane, and then I've watched myself and Shane talk about it in length. <laughs> yeah, you've r- so, written written pages of notes as well. Like exactly, yeah. It's like a madhouse in here. You're a scholar of uh, the heresy. I know. I know. <laughs> up, up to the mechanicum. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should uh, look at getting a writing degree, and I could do it on the on the heresy because I've written more than uh, most people write for any essays. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, so that's so that's it pretty much. Um, so, Tom, we already touched on it, but I've, I've included it here so we can go over it for those that don't know or haven't seen the video. But um, why don't you uh, enlighten us on the on the competition? Yeah, so um, obviously we've we've started an, uh, a painting challenge competition. Call it what you will. It's called the Artificer's Quest. Uh, the Iron and Ceramite Artificer's Quest. So um, we've had quite a fair few number of entrants now, very good people, some pros, some people that do commission work, some regular hobby, hobbyists like ourselves. Um, so, yeah, anyone's invited to um, try their hand at it. It is just a bit of fun. Um, mm-hmm. But if you also like competitive painting as well, you know, there's enough decent people in there, believe me, um, for it to be com- competitive. Um so all you need to do, um, there are rules, of course, minor rules um, that are over on our Insta- Instagram page, which describes exactly what you get. These are, these are going to be the models that you win. Um, so the Terminator will be for the um, Battle Brother higher tier and the uh, Death Watch, I suppose you could call him a captain or a sergeant or whatever they have there. Um, kit bashed one, uh, that will be for the Aspirant tier, which is the mid tier. I won't say lower tier, mid tier. Um, so... You know, the, the, the models aren't of great worth. It's just sort of a little bit of a, our appreciation. The main thing um, is like our exposure. So if anyone, if anybody wins, um, then of course we will um, feature them on our podcasts and on our Instagram channels um, and show their miniature and of course their Instagram names. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what we're sort of looking to do, just spread the work of uh, really cool artists um, in our hobby, really. Yeah. Um, of course we're spreading our own name as well but like I said before we want to do it in the right way and I think this is a great way to do it to interact with the community oh yeah definitely and it's, it's definitely worked hasn't it we've had loads of people like getting in touch because they want to get involved um, yeah. so I will put a link to the 
video at the end of this so it'll pop up so click on that and you can find out how to enter um and you got until midnight on new year's eve um to get your entry in and then um the voting will go up on our instagram page on the 7th i think we said yeah, yeah. so we look forward to sit like uh looking for everyone's work and uh, and getting the voting going it's gonna be good fun some of the ones that come in already have been absolutely blinding mm. yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there, there's 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 a couple on there that are sort of like top pro sort of commission level, and when they come in, I almost thought to myself, I'm going to give up painting. Yes. That's it. <laughs> point, I think, you know, um, I'll never be that good. Uh, they were they were that good, some of them. Um, yeah. But but we'll 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 see what happens. I mean, it's all it's all down to people's preference and certain styles of painting, and uh, you know, anyone can win. It's the public vote, isn't it? Go exactly. go wild. Mm. Cool. Um, and then I think, uh, oh, I've got something to to plug. Um, so I got sent some objective markers from um, a page on Instagram, uh, 40K Objective Markers. They've sent us these for free um, to try out. Um, I haven't used them yet in, in a game, but there's just a little picture there um, of my uh, new Death Shroud Terminators getting ready to cleave through the ultramarines. So the idea with these are obviously you can see on the center there, you've got your, your objective and then the circumference around it is three inches. So no more dodgy measuring when you're playing against Dave, you'll know if you're in range or not, <laughs> he's not here to defend himself. Um, yeah. So you'll know, uh, yeah, you'll know if your obsecs in play or, you know, if you're in control or not just by popping these down. Um, they're really good quality. I got six, six of them so you can obviously have all your objectives covered um yeah and they've sent me these so um they're um scratch and, and break resistant uh, and also fingerprint resistant so you can as long as you're not like me and you're eating crap while you're playing and you keep your hands clean they'll stay clean and and they're obviously um you can look after them yourselves these guys sent these over to us they've got a kickstarter running now if you go over to their instagram there's a link on there um, that's running up until the new year. And then I think they're moving their campaign over to Indiegogo. So you can jump on there and um, have a look at them and, uh, and get involved and get yourself some because um, they're, they're pretty good. Um, we'll obviously test them out um, when we do get a game soon. Yeah. But Come, thanks coming, for sending them. Coming to a battle report near you soon, right? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So the next games we have, they'll be coming with us. Um, yeah, and it's just uh, another angle there. So you can see as well, they show up really well on, on your battle mat as well. Um, that's my Imperium paper one, but they'll look good on uh, a, a decent mat like the ones you guys have as well. Or even the one you've made, Tom, I think it'll look good. Yeah, I mean, if you could look good on a bunch of um, tea, coffee and herbs, then you've definitely <laughs> got something right. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, 100%. I think that's the way to go for us. I mean they will make things so much easier, won't they? Just to go, boom, boom, there you go. He's on the point. We know he's on the point. Don't have to, yeah. no measuring, no yeah. fiddling about. Yeah, it'll make sense to use them. Yeah. And My then, uh, question is, I've not had a chance to look at them yet. Are you supposed to put them down on the table before you play it and use them as the objective markers or are they attempted to hold over the objective to see? Well, I suppose you could do it either way. I think you can, your, your idea is to put them down to save yourself some time. My, if you my, don't want to, yeah. A lot of people haven't got flat tables. 
No, no, that's a good point. If you've got terrain, I bet you could do it. Right? In buildings and stuff like that. So, you know, it's going to be a bit awkward that way. But mm. I see, because they're really clear, they look, they remind me of like the old GW, like green templates. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of like putting them over or something and just sort of seeing down. Yep, that's in, that's not. Um, like, so, yeah, that, so you could use them in both ways. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I suppose the majority of us all have, you know, sort of flat flat tables it would only be buildings that would get in the way yeah well but yeah i mean if you buy a pair you can use them uh, in any way you want i guess yeah, no, I think they're really cool a good idea yeah so go and check these guys out on their instagram it's 40k objective markers i'll pop a link or i'll pop their instagram title in the in the comments below as well uh and if you want go check out their kickstarter um and thanks again for sending this us these over i'm looking forward to trying them out cool uh, and now we'll move on to a couple of bits and pieces that have been released or announced for release. Um, we'll spend as much time or as little time on these as you guys want to. So um, anybody want to talk about the towel? Nah. No. No? Uh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll skip that then. <laughs> and the, the new model. And then like they got a couple of um, rules I thought were interesting, similar to everyone else, but... We won't talk about them. <laughs> they're they're going to need a really good codex. Like, I just can't see why any new player would pick Tau as an army right now. Uh, if you don't know anything yeah. about them, then you... You know, they they are a very appealing-looking army. I like the aesthetic of the Tau. If yeah. they, like, some new core crisis battlesuits, the rest of their battlesuits look quite good. But just they're all the standard battles which are licking a little bit, meh, a bit dated now. It's the only thing in the rigs that needs an update. It reminds me of Halo. That's all. That's all the tower reminds me of games like Halo on the Xbox. And just, yeah. mm. It's probably where they got a lot of their uh, inspiration from, because you know inspiration doesn't come from people thinking of things nowadays. It comes from oh, I can adapt that. Um, you know, they were they were a good army. But the only thing that makes me go, oh, is it's another gunline army. And predominantly, that's the armies that I have at the minute. So it's not an army that excites me. Fair enough. Sorry, Tower players. I tried to uh, include you today, but uh, we're, we're, we're not interested. <laughs> the Dark Shadow Monsters on this channel. <laughs> not the Tower. <laughs> um. And then I just included these just because you sent them, Tom, and you said you didn't like the Blood Angels one. Uh, look, I don't... Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I mean, the, the, the Imperial Fist one, I think it's got a great pose. It's got something about it that's different. Double axe wielding. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, he, he looks like an Imperial Fist. The Blood Angel... I mean, okay, people will say the head, he looks like a vampire. I think they've gone too much into the he looks like a vampire thing. He doesn't look anything like, he hasn't got the, the I know not, they haven't all got the blonde hair thing, but he just looks like a an old school vampire, not a blood angel, just a vampire. Yeah. And the pose of it, I think it's, okay, yeah, he's got like a, a mechanical foot and a left wrist or arm. It just looks bloody dreadful to me. Personally, and that's only the aesthetic of it. That the cramped look, and it, like Glenn said before, it might be the angle of it from the front. It almost looks like a, I don't know, like a dwarf falling over. Well, I was going to say, over that rock. Yeah. yeah. 
the metal foot and the rock almost looked the same. So I, I thought it was missing a foot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I said when I saw this, I, I really, I do like the Imperial Fist and I like the shield, like on the mm. back. And the, it just looks like a cool model, right? It looks like a Space Marine. It looks, you know, it's what you've got in your head, right? It's very, yeah. very cool. I think it's weird. The Blood Angel, his face, his head, now that you've said it, Tom, it looks more like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, one of the One of the Comrade Kerr's boys. What yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. The night, well, it looks more like a Night Lord. And I, I would also agree, like, I, I get that Marines have augmetics and they have replacement legs and all that sort of jazz. I just don't think it, it just looks a bit shit in this particular yeah. instance. Do you remember the, the wooden things, the wooden stretchers that used to go into people's shoes to stretch their shoes out? No, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. They used to be these massive, almost clog-like looking things. I mean, if you're Blood Angels, right, and you're like, you love the aesthetics of everything and you have amazing artifices working, why on earth does it look like he's got a club foot, even though it's made of metal? It could have made it look like anything. The most perfect foot, but it's made like that. And that looks like a croc. <laughs> what? It was just done like, hastily mid-battle, just to get him back up and going again. Yeah, I get why they've got these augmented limbs, but yet they don't put their armor back over the top of it. That's that's the other thing, right? Why wouldn't they? Why would especially the leg? Why wouldn't you just have a fake, like a leg, a fake leg that looks like power yeah. armor? <laughs> yeah, like a, like a, some of the more, like the iron hands or something like that. Fair enough. They like their own, like they like their mechanical stuff. Fair enough, they've got a big old metal leg hanging out. But like Tom said, Blood Angels in particular, they like the aesthetics. So the fact that he's got an augmented foot, put a goddamn boot on it. So it looks like the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like the, the fist. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be very, very tempted to go out and mill with a little Dremel and take all that fist iconography off him. I'll make one. Badass baseball. Well, here's the other thing I was going to say is the, the thing with he does look more like a space wolf and he's got oh, a yeah. beard. As soon as you got get the big beard and a couple of beefy combat weapons, you think space yeah. wolf. He's mm-hmm. even got the name like Fafnir, just comes across as a, uh, a much more Nordic name. But, but they're I'm, similar to them, though, aren't they? The Imperial Fish, they're from an ice world themselves, in with Yeah, but they're, they're not like, as I said, they're, they're, they're different. They are they are from the same thing, but they have a different uh, martial legacy, as it were. Yeah. Um, and it's un, you know it's unusual you'd see like other than Sigismund because he's obviously you know was it was a big swordsman, big duelist, as it were. You don't you don't t- see to see the Imperial Fist being too too melee or, orientated. But the only thing I was going to say about the Blood Angels, which maybe proper heresy heads are screaming at us right now for. Is I don't know whether the what's his name Dominion Zephon, because I was looking at he's got both of his arms are all augmented right and his legs augmented as well. Mm. So I don't I don't know what his backstory is. I don't know if literally, you know, some bloodthirster or whatever has ripped all his limbs off and someone's found him, patched him back together literally on the, uh, you know, <laughs> on, on the gates of uh, terror and that's that's why he's back into it. I don't know his lore. Maybe that's it. And maybe the Lawheads, that's a very cool model because that's his backstory. But for me, who doesn't know him? I'm, I'm I know 
I know that Fafnir Ran, I'm, I'm not saying 100%, but that name really rings a bell from the heresy, something I've read in the past. The other one, unless it's a book where I, because I stopped on around about number 40, 42. So unless it's after that, I don't remember him or he was a minor character, but that name doesn't ring a bell at all. Anyway, ghastly, ghastly model for a blood oh, angel. It's, it's, it really is. Mm. Okay. And then the thing that everybody's really looking forward to then is uh, Space Marine 2. Mm-hmm. I've still not finished Space Marine 1, but yeah, looks good. Tyranids this time. Moving on. Yeah, it does. So oh, Titus has been, has crossed the Rubicon. Mm. Um, I think he looks a bit well, I said, I, I, I don't know. I think he looks quite different compared to uh, Space Marine 1 um, in his face. He looks a bit squatter. Um, but apparently it is definitely the same the same Marine. Um, but yeah, I, I thought his face was a bit different compared to uh, <laughs> compared to 1. But other than that, like the, other than that, the trailer, everything about it, very, very cool. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Mm. He's been demoted as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But we know it's we know it's at least two hundred years on from the first one. It was done all right then. Because if he studs, right? Service studs? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. He's gone from two to four. Oh all right, so what you get a stud every hundred years. Is that I, I didn't know what they were for. Yeah. That's John would like a stud every hundred years. Anyway. Um yeah, uh, so basically there's a lot of theories out, isn't there, about it? That if he's been in the Death Watch or if he's been in the service of the uh, the uh, Inquisition uh, mm. in some form, um, what do you reckon, Shane? I know you you know your law a little bit. Well, the one that was, I think, the one that so the bit that came up, or the one that I saw was obviously they focused in on the chains around his um, one of like his arms. Yeah, so because obviously at the end of spoilers here, John, no, at the end of Space Marine, obviously the 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 Inquisition is there, and so are so are the Templars, um, and there there was one of the theories was that yeah maybe maybe he spent time with the Templars um, because of the this the Inquisition bit the taint and all of that stuff to try and prove that he was not um, yeah not not tainted as it were, and that was the the chapter to do it, and that's why he carries the chains and stuff like that. It's all like a penance, is it, or something? Yeah, like that? that's that's what I mean. It, it could it <clears> could be. Um, I think it's probably may, maybe that's overdoing it a little bit. I, I don't I don't think that I don't think there's going to be much to do with the Templars at all. I think it's going to be more Inquisition based, and I think it will be more of like yeah he'll he'll have undergone some form of penance pen, penitence penance. Um, to, to get back to where he is. Um, but I don't know how much of his backstory we'll actually get. It'll be interesting just to see. I'd like, obviously, they put the nibs in, but like last time, and again, spoiler alert, John, uh, it started with orcs and then ended up chaos. You know, we might, it might start nibs and go somewhere else. It might be nibs all the way through. There's, there's so much more they could do with it this time round. Um, so I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what. What they do, whether we see any other chapters, whether we see any other uh, bits and pieces out of the law, um, but also just just hopefully that they've retained the same gameplay as uh, as, as the first one. Yeah. What, what platform are you going to get it on? PS Five. PS Five. Yeah, that'll be a PS Five one for me. I'll have to finish okay. the first one and then get it on Steam. 
John, you're playing on the PC at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So much easier to aim on there, John. So much easier. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, all right, fine. I got it. I got it um, for like a couple of quid. So. <laughs> no, but honestly, I think the, the one thing I'm looking forward to most, and um, obviously we play a little bit of Deathwing here and there when we're pissed out of our face. But um, if we can, if we could start an Iron Ceramite little crew on this on the multiplayer like they had on the last one um with our own color scheme which you used to be able to set your own color scheme and things like that that'd be awesome yeah yeah the old the old multiplayer that, that was the first because i'd played like loads of like call of duties and all that sort of stuff it was this was the space marine one was the first multiplayer that i actually got into and played loads of after the game had finished um so i am looking forward to to that as well because it, it the the way they made it feel was really good, and you know you were just playing with people that also just loved it, so it was it was it was good fun. Mm. Yeah, definitely, man. That'd be really cool if we can get a <laughs> little crew going on there. That'd be good. And I think it's a bit like I don't know what the multiplayer is like, but it's better than Deathwing because Deathwing gets a bit repetitive after a while. Oh, the multiplayer is completely different because it's because it's because it's sort of like as Shane sort of touched on, it's like basically Call of Duty but Space Marines. Yeah. So it's really, you're all people against people rather than yourself against just random enemies. They do have that part of it as well. I think I can't remember what it was called. Shane, do you remember when you used to be able to team up with people to go against the Orcs and you'd have wave after wave against Yeah, it's, it's uh, classic like it's a horde mode, but I yeah. can't remember what it you know but you, classic horde mode. Yeah, you do have that as well. Um, but you also get the, you know, full-on Space Marine versus Space Marine or, or Heretic versus Space Marine. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. That remains. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to, look forward to that then. So, shall we, shall we wrap it up? And then I think Dave's coming on for the next bit, actually. Yep. Yeah, okay. Sounds cool. good. So, yeah. who, who wants to do the honours? I've been drinking too much. Go on. <laughs> Glenn's turn. Out. <laughs> I, I don't mind doing it. Um, you know, yada yada yada. You hear this at the end of all of our stuff. Search Iron and Ceramite. That's where we are. Find us. Search. You'll be fine. Do it. Iron and Ceramite. That's it. Well done. Thanks for stepping <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. And then with that um, really underwhelming ending, we'll call Exterminars. <laughs> As always, we would like to thank you for listening to our Iron and Ceramite podcast. If you liked us, then you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other good podcast services. Just remember, in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. Cool. Yeah, Dave just says he's coming on, so I'm going to make another... It's Dave. Group. Hello, Dave. Hey, Dave. Right, I I'm a mismatch. Just, just as you join, Dave, we're all going to get up and have a break. <laughs> See you later, mate. See you later.